Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Good evening, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can also find us on Facebook as the Talk Show for Talkers. And we look forward to your comments, questions and feedback, and indeed your evaluations. You can also listen to previous shows on our website, irishtalkers.com. We also publish the Public Speaking Weekly, and this is a roundup of links from the internet. Everything to do with Toastmasters, public speaking, confidence, leadership, pathways, everything you need to know about Toastmasters. Please look for the newspaper link on our website. My name is Ted Melanfi, and I'm joined again this week by the passionate Paul O'Mani. Well, listeners, it's a great pleasure to be back with you again and to be welcomed in that manner by the one and only Ted Melanfi. I wonder who else is here. And thank you, Paul, for that. And the other person who's here is the mindful Moira O'Brien. The mindful Moira O'Brien is here in body and in spirit, I'm glad to say. And looking forward to this week's, uh, I was going to say meeting, but uh, ah, it's so difficult to get out of the, the habit of being a Toastmaster. Yeah. And what I'm going to do now, something that I don't think we've ever done before on the talk show for talkers, I'm going to announce right at the top of this podcast that we have a very special guest who will be coming along with us, but you, the listenership, you Toastmasters and would-be Toastmasters, will have to wait until tomorrow to hear the dulcet tones of our PQD on the district executive. Mr. Gerard Mannix has travelled all the way from the kingdom in the county of Kerry to be in the room with us today. And we are going to have a chat with Gerard Mannix and we are very excited and delighted to have such an esteemed member of the Toastmaster hierarchy in our company. Now, Ted, so, Ted I feel... Ted, I just need to know, what on earth is a PQD? I mean, you know my view on acronyms on the program. I do, I do. I dislike them. And uh, so if you can't remember what it means, I'd like Moira O'Brien to tell us. No, what I'll it tell means. you, I'll tell you. It's a program quality director. He's in charge of everything that's quality within Toastmasters, particularly in District 71. Well, and can we avoid calling him the PQD? Well, we'll Please. call him Jeff from here on, you know. <laughs> Ted, I think you also ought to explain for the benefit of our American listeners, of whom there is a substantial number, yeah. uh, what you mean by the kingdom. Oh, the kingdom is the part of Ireland, probably the most beautiful part of Ireland from a scenic point of view. The kingdom is lovingly known as Killarney. <laughs> the kingdom is the most beautiful spot in the universe. And I have that from my dear departed dad. Note the alliteration. Because my dad told me when I was 10 years of age that I was created down in the kingdom. I see. And Ted, 
Ted. Oh, boy, was because my I think feelings... that's too too much information, Ted. Oh, <laughs> Ted, all our listeners in Carlo, Roscommon, Leitrim, Westmead have all turned off the podcast. <laughs> Can you please say that we're an equal opportunity podcast? Every county in Ireland is beautiful. I won't have to say it, no, Paul, because you just said it for me. You're going to get the usual of what you get every week on this show. So you're, you're going to get a word for the week. You're going to get a thought for the week. You're certainly going to have an interview with Gerard Mannix. And we're going to have an interview, another interview with Gerard Mannix. And even in the fourth part, we might even have another interview with Gerard Mannix. But my particular thought for the week comes from a man by the, by the name of David Marinus. I think he's the executive editor of the uh, Boston Globe or the Washington Post, one of those high profiles anyhow, but he's written a lot of books. He's written books on Barack Obama. He's written lots of historical books, very well-known man. And he gave us the quote, myth becomes myth, not in the living, but in the retelling. Myth becomes myth, not in the living, but in the retelling. Well, that's very true, Ted. One cannot deny that uh, a myth, a myth can't be written, can it? Because then it's no, not. I a, don't think that, so. It's something that grows legs as it gets yeah, older. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, it it requires a story. When you think about it, that's what myths are. Myths are stories which are created over time. Many of them are based around a factual occurrence or possibly a mishmash of historical facts. For example, Robin Hood. Robin Hood, we believe, is based on a historical figure, but the stories that we get of him are pure fantasy. Yes, you, and you, you hit the nail on the head, Mara. You've just given a lovely explanation of the saying that I just gave you there. Let me chip in with an example of a modern myth that is being developed today. There is the myth of the coronavirus. And the myth of the coronavirus is that the coronavirus happened first in China. And this myth is being encouraged by people who do not know the facts. It is untrue. It may well become equivalent to an urban legend. It may become a myth, and there may be conflicts about whether it's a truth or a myth, because I've had innumerable coronaviruses, as you all know. I've had a cold ever since I was a child, mm -hmm. and, uh, and the a common cold is a form of coronavirus. So the coronavirus has been given a very bad name. It's very unpleasant to have a, a cold, but that's an example of something that many people would carelessly contribute to the generation of a myth, which is a bit like the myth of Sisyphus or something like that. An interesting angle, Paul, but I would say that you gave us a lovely oxymoron there insofar as you said, let's start with a myth that started today. <laughs> for it to be a myth, it has, it has to go down through the years. But I can see what you're saying. The difference between what you're telling us and what we know, we know that what you spoke about is a lie. So you cannot say that the coronavirus started in China. But that makes it a lie, not a myth, if you see where well, I'm coming from. Listeners, if we were to spend the rest of the entire podcast 
debating the origins of myth, the meaning of myth, we'd be doing you a disservice. And we've certainly been involved in something which leads me straight on to the word of the week. If you were to describe what's just happened between Mr. Melanfi and myself, you might well describe it as a sort of disturbance of the usual peaceful relations that happen here. And if only you knew what had gone on in the background, you might have called it an altercation or a commotion. And let me give you one word. The word of the week this week is kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. I better spell it for you because it's got an awful lot of Fs and this is truly an F word. <laughs> it's the only word that I will give you today that is full of Fs. It's K-E-R-F-U-F-F-L-E. It has nothing to do with having fluffy little rabbits. It is kerfuffle, a word that has been around for a long time. Let me tell you, I heard today a story in which uh, my best friend's wife went to a supermarket where they were having a, a, a queuing system and a person arrived who was drunk. I won't complete the story, but you can imagine for yourself that what ensued was a kerfuffle and it was pretty unpleasant. People were upset. So if I tell you that my best friend's wife experienced a kerfuffle and she is now doing her best to recover from that needing to sit down sip a cup of tea and forget about the number of kerfuffles that this has reminded her about in her life well i would like to ask you one question how did they know that the person was drunk that ted is a complete red herring that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. That would lead us off in another direction and away from a kerfuffle. So are you trying to create a kerfuffle? No, I disagree with you because I, I witnessed a situation the other day where people said that, that man is drunk. He's after having too much to drink. But what had happened was the man was a diabetic. He hadn't taken his medication and he was falling around the place. He was sick. Yeah, Ted, if I tell you that some of the people there tied him down on the ground and took a sample of blood from him, had him blow into a one of these things that the police had, and after all of that was done to him, discovered that he was completely, I'll give you another word, listeners, ossified, and that was the kerfuffle that ensued. Well, now, you didn't have to tie him down or anything. They would have got to smell a drink from his breath if he was that bad. Gen okay. Gentlemen, I think as we are getting into a rather large kerfuffle, let's call <laughs> this segment... That's a good example of a kerfuffle, a real kerfuffle between friends. Let's bring this segment to a close. Do come again tomorrow at the same time when we'll be introducing Mr. Germanix. Looking forward to that. Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.